Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, we did do an item a few weeks ago uh, about uh, having how having a tattoo is nowadays far less of a barrier in most jobs, but not all jobs. Three trainee Garda were recently sent home from Templemore and told to get their tattoos removed uh, before they could continue with their training. It's understood that the three had tattoos in their arms, which would have been visible to the public if they were wearing a short sleeve shirt. Would the public really care? Martin McIver is organiser of the Dublin Tattoo Convention. Afternoon, Martin. Afternoon, how are you doing? Not too bad. Now, you must have seen attitudes change towards tattoos over the years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and rapidly, I'd say, over the last 10 years uh, as well. I mean, you can, you, can see, you can see TV advertisers actually pushing, you know, uh, the demographic of tattoo people. Um, it's expanded, yeah, every walk of life now. Um, pretty much as a tattoo. I mean, you're almost more unusual not having a tattoo uh, these days. Yeah. Than. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, anybody that really has a problem with them, unless they're you know, offensive to the public or anything like that. It's just, it's discrimination, really, isn't it? It's just, um, it's just another form of discrimination, which I thought we were all trying to get over and all trying to stop that kind of thing. Yeah. Now, have you seen kind of in certain, if you like, you know, you go into your bank, you'd never see anyone with a tattoo, but now you might see something peeking out from underneath the shirt collar. Oh yeah, absolutely. That that, that that happens all the time now. I, I mean, obviously, with the with the more kind of insurance and banking sector, where you have to wear suits and stuff like that, it's still that old school way of doing business. But I'd say actually, COVID had quite a big impact because with so many people working at home, everybody got used to seeing people in a slightly more casual, um, in a casual work environment and maybe not wearing a suit <laughs> sat at their kitchen table uh, etc so i think that generally you know the, a realization maybe that you know what appearances aren't super important how well you do the job and, and that kind of, you know has changed a bit and i think the covid actually did move it along uh, a little bit in that regard you know people just kind of relaxed around appearance a little bit yeah, and, and, and um, as a tattooed person yourself, and I, I can't say yeah. you're on the phone, but I assume if you run the Dublin Tattoo Convention, you might have a few. Uh, d- 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 uh, like, but it, it, I, I, had you, I suppose, say, you know, the, as you said, the difference between 10 years ago, if you walked into, I don't know, a restaurant or a hotel or a bank, uh, would you would would you kind of, despite yourself, be mindful of the fact that you had a visible tattoo and that you had to kind of yeah. act a certain ways to put people at their ease. Yeah, I mean, over the years, it's changed. But, you know, I think I know a lot of friends who are the same. Is, you know, if you, if you stayed at a nice hotel or something like that and you walked in covered, covered in tattoos, you subliminally used to walk to the counter a little bit quicker than usual just so you could put your best polite voice on and kind of disarm everybody say, hey, it's okay. <laughs> it's just like, you know, I'm a normal, nice person. There's yeah. nothing to worry about here. You know, I wouldn't say I do that anymore. I, I, I don't, you know. Um, but but it's definitely happened a lot. And, you know, being an event, I've been in event management for over 30 years. So I've organized um, events at just some of the most poshest hotels uh, in the UK and Ireland and stuff like that. Um, and most of them, whenever we've done a tattoo event, most of those venues turn around and say things like we have more trouble at the dentist convention than we had at the tattoo convention. <laughs> so, um, and that's, that's true words that actually did happen from a very posh hotel here in Ireland. Um, said that to us. Um, and it's very true because I, I think that there's, um, 
I, I think the weird uh, tattoo people kind of just if you have a lot of tattoos you are kind of a, a little bit you feel like you are being judged in, in, in many environments and, and that, that subliminal thing is, is you just um, put your best behavior on to kind of to show people yeah. nothing to worry about here it's all cool uh, no problem. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you have any piercings, Martin, but like piercings, has, has has that attitude changed as well? But I suppose you can remove a piercing. Yeah, you can remove a piercing, but I mean, I'd, I'd say that I'd say it, it suffers the same kind of discrimination. But you know, this is the weird thing about piercing: is like in what you would call normal dress codes, lots of people have their ears pierced. Yeah, you know, just, yeah. you know, one or two, that's perfectly acceptable in any workplace. But if you have three or four on a silver or you look like you're into metal music, then that's not acceptable for some bizarre reason. But, you know, a hole's a hole. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't is. mean that. I mean that in the most polite, <laughs> in the most polite way possible. Um, but you know what I mean. It's like a, a you know, it's, what's the difference between somebody working in a bank with their ears pierced and then somebody who's into piercing and tattoos having their ears pierced? There is actually zero. It all comes from the same tribes. Uh, it all comes. It all has the same history. Body modification is universally with the same uh, same roots. Yeah. So the only the only difference between those two things are what society has decided suddenly is acceptable and what's not. Um, but to us, obviously, it's yeah. all acceptable. Be who you are. Be the person you are. Now, I suppose even at that, there's limits. I mean, if, well, I'm not, I suppose anyone's free to go and get a swastika tattooed, you know, in, in the Nazi sense, tattooed on well, their arm if they want to. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's obviously everybody has. We would have the policy, you know. I would have the policy anyway that you know don't offend anybody with, um, with you know something as, as terrible as that. You know, why would you why would you do that on your like in a visible place or something like that? Um, but uh, it's it's not. You know, I mean, there, there has to be a line, I suppose. But for the vast majority of people, don't go wandering around. Now, you don't see people with swastikas on their no, foreheads or anything like that. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a bit of a miss. And, you know, incidentally, the swastika actually does predate Nazi Germany by millennia, um, as in, in as a, a symbol of luck. And yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, good, good luck. You know, in in India, the swastika is a completely different symbol. Oh no, that's you know. true. But you, you know, if you get a swastika, you're going to spend your entire life explaining that to people, or being you know, yeah, your exactly. hand shaken yeah, by yeah. by skinheads who think you're yeah, you're great friends with them. The the thing is, though, that strikes me is that is that like you know, it's cha- it's changed completely in many places. It's not a big deal in many places. It is changing, but it's funny these yeah. these people were sent home from Temple More, almost like. The, the guardies still regard having a tattoo is maybe a sign of being a bit dodgy, maybe being a bit criminal. That, well, that's, yeah, I, mean, that is, I think that's quite worrying because that is, that is a, a judgment from the policing force. You know, that's supposed to, you know, give an even hand to everybody, but that is, that's showing a, pre-ju- you know, a prejudgment on somebody. Um, but also, I... Not only know, but I've seen other guards with tattoos as well. <laughs> so it's a, it seems to be, it seems to be. I don't know, um, maybe a personal choice of whoever sent them home. I'm not sure. I don't know anything about guard policy. I don't know if that is their policy or it's just that training school or whatever. But there's definitely lots of guards with tattoos, and I've seen guards with visible tattoos. I know some as well. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm a bit baffled by it. But if it was to be a policy, it's completely out of line because it's discrimination, full stop. There's, you can't 
you can't pick and choose for that thing. It either is or it isn't, and it is. Martin, thanks a million for talking to us today. That was Martin McIver there, organiser of the Dublin Tattoo uh, Convention. Uh, a few comments on that. Uh, Robert says, fair point, tattoos may not be the issue, but what they show or say, I wouldn't want a guard with a Nazi symbol, for example. Wow. If if uh, the guards recruited somebody with a Nazi symbol, you'd think that was more than just get that burned off. You'd kind of question why they were hired in the first place. Uh, I've come to realise that tattoos are at best a waste of money, says this texter. No one sees the image. All they see is ink. Does that not depend on what it is? Whether it says something, what it's a picture of? Now, a lot of, I know what you mean in the sense of a lot of like, you see a lot of men, particularly with sleeves, and they all look kind of the same to me. Uh, the tattoo says something about the calibre of individual being accepted into the guards. But what might it potentially say uh, about the calibre of that individual other than... They got drunk one weekend when they were at Amsterdam, perhaps. And that might be the worst thing you could say about them. And that, many people might think that's not a bad thing at all. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.